Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast that is the High on LAFC podcast with your host, myself, Dylan Monroy, and my very good friend that loves LAFC maybe more than his dog, <laughs> Jorge Martinez. Say hello. Hey, yo. What's going on, everyone? Yo. Bro. What's up? Did you? I don't like. We're gonna jump into it, but all right, all right. I like that. This weekend was a little bit special for us because Keelini and Gareth freaking Bale just played for LAFC. Dude, what so, a monumental moment! Not just for LAFC, but for the MLS, really. This is yeah. This is huge for the MLS from like a marketing standpoint, from like a like, you know global perspective, you know standpoint. Like to be honest, I the Kalini and Bill were the last people I ever really considered for um, MLS. Not not because like I never. I don't know. Just I mean, I always just kind of figured Kalini would retire. Yeah, like at thirty-seven. At yeah, yeah, I was you just imagine. like, oh, okay, you know, they didn't go to the World Cup. And I know the last season um, or so at Juve, season and a half or so, he he did have a little bit of like uh, fitness issues here and there. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, he might he's getting up there, but you know, like the Euros, he still proved that just master defender, tactician, you know, like just tactical aware, well, defensive awareness. You know, he just he played with such finesse, like he showed that he still had it so you know all that all, all that at the Euros is like damn that, that's, that's crazy that he's out at that age playing that well that's awesome you know but I just figured he was just gonna since Italy wasn't gonna go to the World Cup that he would just you know like yeah, cause retire Juve and now he played in uh, what was it 90 degree heat in Nashville that they uh, Chiellini and Bale yeah, were like talking about that, that it was yeah. freaking hot I, yeah I could imagine Bale you know for the most part like I mean he's grown up he grew up in in Wales yeah and lives in England and then uh, yeah yes, Madrid's a lot nicer than true than that I, I suppose uh, but I mean, still, just wow! Like you know, and Kilini and, uh, and, and Juve are at, at Turin, you know. Yeah, so, you don't. I'm not sure if you experience that like dry heat no. or like the humid heat because that's well, the south, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, Being that it's, it's in south, Nashville, I, th- I believe so. Well, bro, like I mean, the, the heat wave right now. You hear all this about like what's going on in Europe. It's crazy. Like how, yeah. like the Europeans, like uh, I was reading somewhere that in a lot of places they don't have uh, air conditioning because they don't need they, they don't really like need it. Like in Germany, for example, certain certain parts of the country don't even have air conditioning because they just never need it. But now with the heat wave, people are really suffering and you know all that kind of oh, stuff. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I have not looked at my global news. Yeah, this section is a little you know, off, off phone, topic. Yeah, to be just, honest. Uh, <laughs> Just going, but just going to show like how Europeans in general aren't really used to the 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 extreme weather changes that we could have here uh, within mm-hmm. the U.S. And I say that just because you're traveling to so many different regions, like you could be. I mean, like right now it's crazy, crazy hot right down in Nashville, right? Or you could have some worse in Texas, but I mean, in the winter, you can go to Utah. You know, and be like, freezing. And be freezing cold. It doesn't. I don't think we get a lot of MLS games in the cold because it's like October. Right. So, but it does. Just it, cold. Yeah, but it does. No, I went to I went to Denver 
uh, during COVID, and it was October. I remember the date. It was like October twenty fourth. It was that weekend, and uh, it was raining. I mean, snowing. I don't know. And I think at yeah, that time, it was snowing in your story. Yeah, if, yeah, I remember? Think. <laughs> yeah, and that was in Denver, and the Colorado Rapids play in Denver. So, you know, like it's at, and at that time, that was this was during COVID. I think so. There was no games, but there would have mm-hmm. been a game going on that weekend. Maybe they wouldn't have been playing home. Maybe they would have. So, but that just goes to show that's an example of the extreme like weather, like yeah, changes and you know, stuff. With Chiellini and Bale, you know, playing in Nashville, and the, mm-hmm. then the heat. You're right. Uh, there is an extreme weather factor here in the United States because mm-hmm. there's so many different climates based off of where the team could be located, yeah. you know, the south, the north, the west, uh, uh, northeast, you know. It just depends. It just depends, yeah. Florida. Right. Remember it, the, the game against Miami? Oh, yeah, the storm. Oh, the storm. game against Orlando as well. I think it rained. In the, yeah, there the was like a crazy Orlando. storm. Yeah, so, like, see, there's... It's just... It, it's... It, it is, yeah... It, yeah, it is crazy the weather changes here, and that's something that they have to you know get acclimated to. Even within LA, mm-hmm. for example, when Chelsea was here two weeks ago, we could go training uh, for their friend before their friendly in Vegas. The players were saying that they had to; they were getting used to the heat. Oh yeah, well they're was, from England, yeah, man. They're, yeah, like they they yeah. London, like yeah, there's a sun yeah. like for ten minutes, but then it rains. Yeah, that's true. No, but that just goes to show, like even here where we think, oh, you know, everyone everyone around the world calls us babies because we, you know, we have nice weather and stuff, and we're not right. used to we're not used to extreme heat and we're not used to extreme cold, though. We, it does get really warm out here, yeah, but really yeah, really dude, does. like it's they're getting used to that every day in training. I'm sure it's a, it's a lot different from what they're used to. So, but I mean, even with that, like Chiellini uh, at his age playing in that weather and you know in a new for team for sixty minutes for sixty minutes he looked pretty good, dude. Like he's yeah, he was what'd moving. You think? I thought uh, so. I shared my thoughts with you earlier, and like I said, I I, I was watching the game. I was in Vegas, so I was watching it on my phone at the airport and so obviously not like the best like so but Jorge I really went, went to well. Chelsea uh, yeah, America. America I went to go see that game in Vegas this weekend you know so on my way back I was I in the I'm pretty sure it was in the yeah at the airport just waiting I was watching the game on my phone so I couldn't see the best uh, but I saw what looked like you know Kylian not that I saw him making mistakes but at first I still kind of felt him like not nervous but <clears throat> like he was still like he wasn't completely settled in yet mm-hmm. so I was like okay but he didn't look bad I was like okay he's still like getting settled in so I didn't get to see the second half but from what I understand and you know like we watched the, the highlights and um, just kept from what we read like he he had a pretty good uh, pretty good game overall and from what I saw too what I did see was his you know his, his and you brought it up as well uh, but his range of passing was just really good like his passing was good and we we haven't really had had that ever in LAFC like maybe with Lauren Simon I think exact yeah I think back with Simon we did have a little uh-huh. bit of that but now it's Chiellini it's Chiellini making those passes who's done this in Europe and I think it's gonna add a different um like tool in our toolbox when yeah, it comes to attacking. Uh huh. Because think about it, it's a tight game. It's we we've all seen Pass it happen. Pass to Bale, he runs. Bale. We've seen it a couple times this season, and we saw a lot last season where the creativity in the midfield sometimes can be a little bit lacking. Like we don't have that like that dynamo, you know, that like number ten. Not that Bella isn't well for a large part of the season last season. We haven't had Bella and. Uh, 
you know, there's been times where he's kind of been like outstayed, what it looks like, uh, or just like kind of le- left hanging dry, like out on the wing. Uh, like, uh, he just looks like kind of isolated out there, you know? Uh, but yeah, dude, he looks just like isolated, you know? Like, so he looked isolated on the wings and like frozen out of the game. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel like sometimes we've been lacking a little bit of creativity in, in the midfield because he's out on the wing, so he's stuck out there. And in the midfield, we don't have a lot going on sometimes, not all the time. But having a player like Keeley to just bomb the ball in, like, you know, 85th minute, we're tied it against, like, I don't know, like New York or something. We need to win, like, we have to win at all costs. There you go. That's where you can have that. Like, okay, I'm gonna put it like to Bale. Oh, Bale's playing the. You know, they're playing a high line right now. Bale or Vela, like he can catch or even Chicho too. You know, yeah. Like anyone there in that line, uh, he can play it off to them. And that's just not nothing we haven't really experienced before. It's not something we haven't really experienced before. I think uh, Mom uh, Fall has made some pretty good passes during his time, but mm-hmm. he he also <laughs> makes a lot of bad passes. So this adds. This makes it better, you know, being Chiellini, right? Yeah, definitely, I agree. It does make it a lot better. Uh, you know, with Fall, it, it I, I don't know if he's some, like, it, it, we wouldn't see it all the time, right? But it's it's great that Fall, they like, can learn from, from Chiellini out too. Like, hey, you know, like, not, I don't know if, like, learn how to, I guess learn how to pass the ball. It sounds kind of weird to say because they're pros. But, you know, just proper technique, just, you know, being smarter about it and everything. So hopefully we can see that uh, from fall in his game progress. Because, dude, I mean, the guy's already the guy's already a tank, you know? Like, yeah. fall, physically, he doesn't play like a 19-year-old. But, but, you know, tactically and everything else, hopefully that he can learn from killing you. It's just... It's just what an amazing opportunity and awesome to see Chiellini playing here for our, like, wearing our wearing jersey. Wearing our kit in Nashville, in crazy heat, adjusting to a new team. And he played for 60 minutes. He played yeah. for a whole hour. So, you know, that's that's a good, uh-huh. that's Keep a fair mind, amount. Like, he still, he was off for like a month, you know, so. Right. I mean, his fitness, his game fitness isn't the same as everyone else's. Uh, and he, 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 you couldn't tell. I, that's that's what I'm saying. Like in those 60 minutes, he gave us valuable Keeley esque, you know, mm-hmm. what we ask of him, what we know of him, uh, that he's gonna provide. I just feel like he's also just an all around great professional. Like, there's that photo of him in the he reposted. Yeah. In the, in the hall, and he's like just smiling. Like, I love I think, that photo. I think you know when I think of him, I think of like a lot of like, just old school kind of like shithousery like like I think of like that like that tug on Sokka I think about the you know when he hugged Jordi Alba at the coin toss I think of those kind of like moments when he was bitten by Suarez does that count? yeah (laughs) just the warrior resilient resilience (laughs) resilience dude so I I I just think uh, I'm really excited to have that sort of player to have like that kind of like mentally strong player I guess you can say that that confident player because in order for you to be a player like that that's constantly like you know like joking like kind of like just not I want to say disrespectfully but like you need to know what the goal or like what the task at hand yeah. really is you know? he's, he's he's playing mind games yeah. So, but you got to be a confident player to be able to do that and and also one that is not so hot headed and we've seen fall kind of 
uh, you know, blow the fuse once or twice here and there. So mm-hmm. he gets, and which is normal. It's kind of expected for a 19-year-old player, right? Especially center back, you know. As a as a center back, you got to come out strong, especially when you're young, because the other player the other players know they're young, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, welcome to the league." They're not gonna care. Mm-hmm. So it, it's cool to to have that sort of like leadership now in the squad to to show the other you know young defenders too coming up to the ranks that we you know we still do have coming as well. Like just everything about professionalism, like shithousery, lo que es el canchero, you know. Like hopefully he can teach that to with his shithousery. It's awesome having a leader like that in the locker room. And, bro, I know you didn't catch it live, mm-hmm. but Gareth Bale came Dude, on in I the know. 70th minute. And he's still impressed, man. Or 72nd. But what'd you think, man? Because we've seen some highlights. We saw the little scoop back heel pass. Mm-hmm. And now... It's hard to really, like... Are we, you know... I can't Getting ahead him, of ourselves. Man. Yeah, I can't say like, I can't really say too much yet about it, just cause like, it was what like fifteen minutes. Uh yeah, just about. Just about you. You can't you can't judge anyone on performance. I mean, I guess you right. could, right? But I just feel like it's hard. Like it's hard. I guess you could if if someone has an absolute stinker. You know, like let's say scoring a goal or two in fifteen minutes, it could mm-hmm. happen. Or in that 15 minutes you score a hat trick, it could happen as well. Um, that's not what happened. And um, it was a tight game to begin with, but the moments, you know, we saw from Bale, we saw flashes of brilliance. Like, again, another player who has been in off season for a little while. I know he's been doing his training, but it's not the same as, you know, game fitness. Mm-hmm. I know that he's just come in and just jumped in with Wales. Uh, but that's his home nation. It's like a little that, different. He's I played with these guys. Like he knows what he needs to do. Exactly, it's a little different. The, yeah. And the team Wales plays for Bale. Right. And I, I don't think we're gonna see that here. Uh, I'm not sure. I because when I saw Bale play, I really felt like he was adjusting to what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't even sure exactly. Like oh shoot, like I'm actually playing in the MLS right now. Like. Like, he was like, okay, all right. I, have to, I think so. I have to do this. And I like, I feel like he was um, he was figuring it out, like, mentally. Like, okay, this is how, I'm a, this is how it's going to be, or this is how I'm going to do. Adjusting to that. Like, the same mm-hmm. as Chiellini. But I think whereas Chiellini he had 60 in. minutes, yeah. settled into the game yeah, because I, of that, the time. That's, that's the best way to explain it. I yeah. agree. So I think, you know... It, it, the stars are lining up for for Bell to looks like I don't know if he'll start at Kansas. Well, bro, they are the last they team. They are the last in team the West. So it'd be a good opportunity, or maybe he comes on earlier. Like, I give him a half. You give honestly. him a half. Yeah, like I'll give him a mm-hmm. whole half. I think he for sure starts against Seattle. Oh yeah, it's oh, a home game, bro. Big. To me, I'm waiting for that because that's going to be a massive, massive game against one of our biggest rivals. Uh, I think Bale has to start. That's why I think this game in Sporting Kansas, he may start, he may come on Mm -hmm. at the half. I'm not sure. But I think he gets a half, if not the 60 minutes that Chiellini got. Yeah, I think so. I think so. If any, I think he might, I think he could probably start then. Hmm. Yeah, because we'll it would be a good opportunity. Like you said it would be a good opportunity. Yeah, right. If you're Steve, Steve Chirundolo, 
you know, hmm, Kansas City is the worst team in the league. All right. Why not let Bale go crazy? Let's play towards his uh, skill set, you know, and see where it goes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a brilliant idea. And against Kansas City, who's... Or is it Kansas City? Yeah, it's Kansas, yeah, Kansas City. Who doesn't have Pulido right now because of his injury. Yeah. They've just been terrible overall. Um, yeah, I think you let Bale go wild and at least get a half in. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think it'd be a good a good play, uh, a good game for him to, to do that. And, uh, and hopefully, I mean, there's, there's got to be no... There's... No alternative, right? It, the only option is a win at, at Sporting Kansas City. So. Yeah, at this point, because LAFC have now created a standard, mm-hmm. I feel, before these guys even showed up. Yeah. Being the best team in the league, best in the West, winning some really tough games. All you know. Again, um, yeah, that's why, I, like, the whole Galaxy thing, I'm so glad that the... We've overcome some of that, uh, mm-hmm. like, effect. Exactly. And now... I think it's time we, you know, embrace or embody what our leaders like Chiellini and Bale have shown in their other, you know, teams. Yeah, in the and other go for the title, team. go for the supporter shield and the MLS Cup. What? Yeah. This, that's the double. That is our double here, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's oh, you the, got the, the open cup. The open cup, which I think is valued which is, more. Actually, no one. I mean, Do we? Double, yeah, I mean, dude, it allows shield. us to go to the Concacaf Champions League. Everyone like I think You're it's right. about it's the Open Cup and the and the MLS Championship. I, you know what, man? I feel I, like the Supporters Shield is so neglected. It, it because don't feel, you know you shouldn't feel that way because it is. It really is. Yeah, because uh, neglected. Every no one likes it. other national or like league around the world uh-huh. has the same concept of the supporter shield which you know you play a set of games whoever's in first gets the supporter shield which is almost always the the league the premier league the bundesliga la liga like that is the same concept so to me it should matter but uh for some reason here in the u.s it doesn't yeah i don't understand that and i don't agree with it either but it's just the way everyone in the MLS feels that was but, my rant for the for the podcast, honestly. <laughs> but either way, like <clears throat> I want us to, to win everything that we can possibly win. Right. Uh, we can't win the Open Cup anymore. It's it is what it is. But if we can walk away with a supporter shield and on top of that with the uh, the MLS Championship, then why not? You know, I really hope that's. And I, not only do I hope, but that's why I'm, I'm kind of expecting. Just right. I really don't. This it's championship or bust, bro. It's championship or bust. That's why this upcoming game. Uh, with Kansas City is must win in the sense that they're the worst team. This should be very easy, mm-hmm. especially with the talent and the team that we currently have. I think that what's going to be hard now for the team is the... Not that I don't think they can do it, but I think the hardest part of the rest of the season isn't so much the physical in terms of like the gameplay, how, how you know, like they plan and everything but I think it's just the the mentality to not switch off you know just to to just to to not like turn it off to to not drop it down a gear to 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 keep this momentum it's not going to be easy because you get comfortable you know well I actually think with the addition of Chiellini and Bale it's almost raised the level of expectations I think so I I I, and I really do and I, I think I really see it too with this group 
Mm. I see, I see hunger. I see a lot of, like, I feel like everyone's just like, everyone's looking, like, everyone wants to eat, bro. Like, look at our bench, mm. look at our attacking bench. To me, Fuentes, the guy whom oh. you and I have spoke, I said was going to have mm-hmm. a breakout season, and I think he's having that. He's, ha- he's definitely having it, I, I agree. So, he's super vital, you know, like you mentioned, Ilya mm-hmm. Sanchez. Um, this like, team is so freaking balanced. Yeah, and, and it's and just, hungry. It's hungry, and, and it's like, and what I mean, like, look at our when you look at our bench, bro. Everyone that you can bring off the bench has scored. Like in terms of the like, our fan favorite, Hollingshead. Hollingshead. Well, Hollingshead <laughs> has been like, locking it up pretty much at right back while Escobar has been out, and it's arguable that you know Hollingshead actually might be better to keep for LAFC or Escobar just because of the his the, set his piece. Sack. Uh, or mm-hmm. his set pieces, you know, ability, you know, finding the ball in the box, finding the ball with his well, head. Not only that, but just contract alone. You yeah. Know, sal- talking salary wise, Hollingshead is a is cheaper, I, I believe, than than Escobar. Oh, okay. So, well, know, I think he's earning him a new contract. I think so. I I, I gotta look into it, uh, and we can talk about this actually maybe on the next uh, podcast once we look into it a little bit yeah, more, bro, just bro. to make sure. But. Uh, um, the uh, I know there's a few players that have only signed for about a year, the only on a, a year contract. So like Crepo, I don't know if they all uh, have contracts or uh, extensions or ha- what the the options are, but um, I know a few of them only got like for uh, for one year and stuff. So I, I think Hollingshead's been making the his his case like really strong. He's, he has a really strong case for the extension because. Man, he's just been killing it. Escobar is supposed to be that guy, and you know, not no fault of his own. He unfortunately he just got hurt right 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 in the beginning of the season, and it took out uh, his availability. And in that time, Holmes had just locked it down and really became a fan favorite, like you said, with those goals to chip in and help win. Like, he, I love his energy, <clears throat> man. I love I, he he's fantastic. I really do enjoy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. A really good player. So, uh, I, yeah, we just got some really good players. And, and I think, like you said, the level's been raised. So I think everyone around the team is, like, looking around like, oh, shit, like, we can do this. We can do this. We can definitely do it, bro. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, there, there was actually more news that happened this week because really? LAFC made a new addition. That's right. How could I forget? Yeah, bro. We... Have received uh, from Orlando mm-hmm. City, Sebastian Mendez. Or, bro, do you know his actual first name is like Getson? Get J H E G S O N. Getson. Getson Sebastian Mendez. Wow, no, dude, I, I, that's crazy. That's a mouthful. Yeah, that's a, that's, I don't know how to pronounce. I'm gonna have to practice it. I'm sure I'll learn. Honestly, I'm sure I'll learn. I hope he he approves of Sebastian or Sebastian because that is so much simpler. But um, you know, we'll see when he starts talking about it. But this player is from Ecuador. He's actually a national team player. So he plays alongside Cifuentes and Chiqui Palacios dude, already. Wow, I'm. I don't know about you, but I'm excited for Ecuador in the World Cup, and I mean, as like an underdog who hasn't really been there, you know, 
Think like you want this is a new experience. There's a lot of young players. There's players that connect with our club. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. I love yeah. I want Ecuador to have a great time, honestly. Just I, go for it. Exactly. I'm I'm excited for this guy. You know, to be totally honest, I, I don't know too much about him. I don't really catch myself watching a lot of Orlando games. Yeah, man. Um, I, I mean I don't blame you for that. So I, I don't know all that much about him, but I'm excited for him to join the team. Uh, you know, and get integrated with the squad. We you know, Janela has gone out on loan to Nazionale. Uh, or Nazionale, I should say. Um, it's kind of a little bummed because Janela never became the player we expected him to be, but I really felt like over the last season and a half, he kind of just became an extra body to throw on. And we just need a fresh leg in the mid. Yeah. Or when everyone else was unavailable for whatever but, reason. But I think this adds a little bit, a little bit more than Janela brought. Because well, definitely, be, and I don't know much about this guy. I mean, don't get me wrong, but he is a player who did make some contribution to Orlando. Mm-hmm. Was a starter on occasion. Did come off the bench. Not did, only that, but just another MLS player. Right. Someone who like really, he's been there. He he knows how, what how it's old like. Is he? He is, I believe he's 20, he's 25. 25, so not a veteran by by any means at all, but definitely not a youngster. So someone who's like a proven player, already know a mature player. That's what we're getting, a mature player. Well, he's been here for a few seasons now. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're getting a mature player that's used to the league, not not a younger player trying to get acclimated to the league and the country like as it was for, for Janela. In the beginning, he did have some bright spots, but towards the end, uh, he just wasn't uh, just worth panning out the way things, uh, way everyone expected him to be. But you know, kudos to him. I hope he does well in Nacional, and if you know he does well, maybe he can fight away, fight for his spot back here at one point. Yeah, we we never know, but we're we're excited to see what uh, Sebastian Mendes. Uh, brings to LAFC most likely off the bench but I love it there's connection with you know Ecuador Ecuador, you know Cifuentes and Palacios Mm -hmm. so LAFC you know you know they are an excellent team at getting uh, talent Mm -hmm. like from different countries you know Mm -hmm. I feel like LAFC is just one of those teams that really has embodied the whole um, you know world kind of vibes like I think so. get from everywhere like let's you know let's use that talent pool mm-hmm. from maybe not the countries that you would think uh because i can't think of another team that has like a lot of different nationalities yeah. all on one starting lineup i mean there could be and i really don't know but you're right like i mean at least to me like i see a super diverse like team and I really that's like the word that. i was looking up for bro as yeah. i was talking i was like thank you honestly i was yeah, like I, really, I see a really diverse team and it's really exciting i'm, I'm excited to see um you know how everything pans out it's so far it's been working really well it's really cool because I think also that diversity like embodies LA I think well it is LA it is LA it is LA it's that diversity you know you have players from all walks of life from all over the world just like mm-hmm. you, you do have people here just like the community in Los Angeles mm-hmm. in this region to be exactly. honest exactly yeah. you know it's a I mean it really is a, and a melting pot you know I'm sure it is like that through other parts of the like world but I mean you guys know I'm sure most of you guys are from are from LA and if not 
You guys gotta come check it out. Come catch a game. First of all, come catch a game, and you'll see exactly why mm-hmm. we say that uh, LA really is uh, super, super diverse. Uh, you know, it's the other parts of the country where it might not be that way, but here in LA, it's especially being so close to like the water and the beach. Like it, it you got all kinds of people. LA's a vibe. We know that. Oh, yes, um, sir. I just wanted to add one little thing that kind of happened, mm-hmm. and I thought was kind of cool. Okay. The new FIFA that's coming out. Oh, yes, sir. We'll have the Bank of California Stadium in the game. My prayers have been answered. Dude. Bro. And and not only that, dude, I loved the fact that it was on the trailer. Oh, I know. It was on the trailer. Dude, like, I, I, do you think this, like... There's no way Bro, that this they're only legitimizing it, like LAFC. It's like a recognizable brand. Yeah, and I, I, I don't want to, you know, uh-huh. I don't want to, you know, you know, overhype this or anything. But I think that's a big deal to put, you know, LAFC, who is basically a team that's been only been here for five seasons, uh-huh. right? Where you have the Galaxy, who have all that heritage, right? Or recent, you know, champions like like New York. So, for LAFC to trump those guys, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, and I and I really think that this isn't something that happened as a result of um, Bill or Chiellini. I think this is just this is the natural progression and step of the club that is LAFC. Look, for a long time, you and I mentioned it that we didn't understand what was going on. We kept buying players and then, you know, flipping them like months or even weeks later like within the same season you know we would sign someone and then sa- and then sell them to the to another team so it didn't really make much sense we at least didn't understand but i guess those were all the necessary steps that had to happen for us to take this this next uh step this into progression into like this super club sort of status for now like you said it's LAFC is, is no longer a small not that we ever were a small team i mean we're here in LA you could expect LA to be like one of the bigger soccer uh, locations in the country just because it's I mean it's Los Angeles right. so it's it's really cool it's just a natural step and, and we see that here with the signings of Bell and Chiellini too like it, it happened like in the same like you know breath I guess you can say so it's really cool it's like oh wow there really is there's direction here there you know? there's direction to the very top um Obviously, MLS is behind the rest of the world in terms of talent quality, Mm -hmm. but I feel like LAFC, as far as how they run the club, Uh the acquisitions they bring in, the talent that they produce, the talent that they find will be the benchmark of the MLS uh, in the future, yeah, I which think will so. make it even more competitive. Mm-hmm. But Elias, this is the beginning to me. This is the beginning. I agree. This is the beginning of the evolution of the league. Of, yeah, and and I, I believe that other teams, you know, in in coming years will follow in uh, LAFC's foot, footsteps. Not not to say that they will all become super clubs. It's going to be a league of super clubs. But I mean, you have some teams that you, it's just like the only reason the club still exists or isn't in any serious troubles because there's no promotion relegation. Are you like, talking about DC United, I'm bro? talking about DC United. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir, I am. But there's there's been other teams within, like, the history of the MLS over the course of the last few seasons that have had, like, the same sort of, like, luck, I guess you can say. Cincinnati, another team that 
hasn't been no. great uh, the last few years. I think Minnesota at one point was like that, if not still the same. I mean, look at Sporting right now too, and it's just yeah. There's some teams like they need to change how they run the club. Yeah, Miami, I think. for example. Oh my gosh, that's just a mess. You would have thought of not all there. teams. Miami should be run different, yeah. knowing that they have the high profile that they do. Dude, Beckham, and you're in Miami, come on. You're trying to get messy. What are you doing? I know, dude. You know, I actually was reading something um, regarding, like, Barca, like, in the friendly here. Because I, I watched a little bit of the game, and uh, um, what they were saying is that there, there were actual reports that, you know, one of the reasons... Well, no, Barca wasn't in here, but, like, like that, they brought that up a lot. Like, Miami is, like... Yeah, we're in contact with Messi. Like they're not making it's not being hidden that they're like they're, Bro, they want Messi. They're gonna get Messi just because Messi wants to retire Bro, in Miami. Hey, hear me out. To be honest, he's coming to retire. LAFC if he's coming to Miami. One more DP spot and they said they want a forward. I know they say they want a number nine. But exactly, Ronaldo. Consider number ten. Nah. Ooh. Nah, dude, he wants Champions League football. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. You never know, man. Call the Champions know. League. He might just call it quits. He might just say, you know what? I'm gonna leave on my terms, and I'm going to MLS to win a championship with Bale. Damn. Hey, Bale. I wonder who else Bale can hit up. Yo. Bale has connects. Come over here, my guy. Come over here. That'd be cool. We'll see. I'm really excited, and we'll see how things go. We'll see how things go. But LAFC sit at the top of the league, and they got Sporting Kansas in Kansas. I'm excited, dude. It should be a fun game. It should be a fun game. We'll see if Bale ends up kicking some real arse. And, well, that's all for me. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys guys next time. Talk to you guys next time. Peace out. Later.